0: Running a business, taking venture capital money, growing fast, sustainable unit economics, it, it, it's, a, it's a challenging industry. And that's when having the veteran insurance experience on your team is, I think, invaluable.
1: Excited today to be here with Mike Mansell. He is a principal at American Family Ventures. Welcome, Mike.
0: Hey, great to be here, Josh
1: just give us a little bit of background um, about the organization and
0: your role. My role specifically, first, I feel very fortunate to have the role I have. Uh, I get to collaborate with smart and ambitious people seeking to advance the risk and insurance industry, which is pretty cool. I started as an intern actually and and joined full-time about four years ago, and it's been a a really fun ride. It's it's a great space to be in. AmFam Ventures, uh, we're an institutional venture capital firm um, backed by AmFam Group and about 15 to 20 other limited partners, uh, most of which uh, are in and around the risk and insurance industry. Um, AmFam Ventures itself started in 2012. At that point, it was a a pretty typical corporate fund. Um, We're now investing out of our fourth fund, which is, uh, like I said, a full-fledged institutional fund. Uh, We focus on early stage, so we typically describe that as uh, incubation to early growth. Uh, the you know, nomenclature for fund fundraising rounds has changed quite a bit over the last few years. Um, but really what it means is, we're usually doing 500K to $10 million checks. Um, we lead deals about half the time, follow the other half. Um, about half of our, our investments are in what we consider core InsurTech, uh, the other half being adjacent to insurance um, so that could be anything from prop tech to iot to data analytic companies cybersecurity really anything that can impact the future of risk and insurance i'm curious a little bit
1: you know about your background in risk management do you think sort of specifically having a background in risk management you know has has impacted your career development in, in some way
0: I'd say insurance is a subsegment of risk management. So insurance is a you know a risk transfer mechanism. Risk management can be uh, a lot of things. It could be you know avoiding things or preventing uh, you know losses in the first place. Um, I, I do think that a background in insurance is is very helpful um, for insure tech investing. Uh, you know I've been. I've been at AmFam Ventures for four years and I, I, you know, I don't go a week without learning something new. The insurance industry is, is uh, seemingly infinitely nuanced. Um, there's just a lot of, you know, a lot of different types of business models, um, you know, a lot of different insurance products, a lot of distribution, uh, uh, you know, intermediation, even. Um, so I, I do think having kind of a foundation of, of experience in the industry has helped
1: environment is pretty dramatically different from say a year ago and shift generally speaking from focus on growth to focus on getting to profitability how does that um, i guess filter through in terms of in particular early stage investing that that, that you guys take on
0: I guess I'd start off by saying it's certainly an interesting time, uh, in the market overall, it's not just an insure tech thing. You know, there's, there's numerous kind of macro environment, uh, pieces influencing this, you know, talks of recession have been going on for a while. Political climate is, uh, you know, uh, the political climate is what it is. Uh, international conflict, uh, you know, interest rate environment is, is, uh, a little bit unusual and obviously inflation as well. Um, in the past, you know, two to three years were certainly a hot market. So in a, in a way some cooling off is a little bit refreshing. Uh, like you said, there was definitely a push for startups to grow and, and grow at all costs. And now we're seeing more, more founders focused on building strong businesses. Um, which to me is, is refreshing. Um, you know, there's probably a higher bar for founders entering the space as well. Uh, it's just, it's more challenging to raise capital. Um, so that seems like a natural outcome, at least, which, you know, could result in, in a little bit more focus and, and less noise. So not sure, I can't remember if
1: all your LPs are large carriers or most of your LPs are large carriers, but um, how does that sort of impact your approach to that sort of, Uh, impact the investment theses that you sort of developed? Does it impact your um, approach to the types of companies that, you know, you'll consider investing in? Does it mean there's certain companies that are off the table for some reason?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, without getting into too much detail, our our goal in building kind of our our fund for was to build an ecosystem of, partners that spans, uh, as much of the insurance kind of value chain and ecosystem as possible. So we want P and C carriers, life carriers, uh, you know, brokers, uh, you know, work comp, all, all different lines of insurance and how the model has evolved. It's, it's, I think a really cool aspect of, of our, our firm is, you know, it's mutually beneficial for everyone. So when we're, when we're talking to a startup. Um, you know, what we offer is we're smart in the space. We, we, we focus on InsurTech and we have, you know, a network of potential customers uh, or potential advisors behind us um, for, for our, our limited partners. Um, you know, we're, we are financially focused, but there's a lot of strategic exhaust that we can capture along the way um, and help, help them all kind of have eyes and ears on what's going on in the InsurTech marketplace.
1: What has been sort of the
0: transition
1: in in sort of the investment theses, you know? And has the cost of capital forced or influenced you to change some of the areas where you're focused?
0: From a kind of investing perspective, um, you know, I wouldn't say we've made like drastic changes. We're we're, we're shooting for home runs and and grand slams, so. It's like founder, product, market team uh, is our big, yeah. big areas to dive into. Um, we we do have a, a handful of investing themes that we're, we're investing against. Um, and those have been kind of developed with, with our 10-year history. Um, and we're, we're to the point now, too, where we're starting to see kind of second iterations of some of those, which has been helpful.
1: I mean, you guys, I think, typically like to lead your investments uh lead the rounds um and and as the companies move on to future rounds of capital how does the relationship change for you uh number one and number two are there particular things you've seen the successful insurtechs do as you know they do kind of uh, progress through their through their growth journey
0: yeah. Um, so we, we lead about half the time and follow the other half, I'd say the closer it is to insurance. So the more likely we are to lead, um, you know, we're, we're pretty hands-on. We, we, when we lead an investment, we're usually taking a board, a board seat. And, um, you know, the the, the companies that I work with and the companies that, that our team work with, it's, you know, the founder can, can contact us at any moment and we want to help. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think if you asked a lot of our founders, they'd say that we're helpful and and they enjoy working with us and we've provided value. One of the benefits of our, our setup is that, you know, we have connections and we are, um, you know, across our team, uh, you know, if there's a reinsurance partner you're looking for, someone on our team can can make a contact. If you're looking for a contact or like a distribution partner or brokerage, uh, hopefully we can help help make that introduction. Um So I'd say that's one of our cores, you know, we'll help companies fundraise, uh, you know, with materials, um, introductions to other investors. Are there certain things from a risk management point of view that
1: you see in companies that just make it a total non-starter?
0: Total non-starter might be too strong, but there are, you know, there are yellow or or red flags that can come up. you know, companies that have been around for a number of years and haven't been able to generate traction is, you know, you always have to ask why. Uh, you know, companies that have pivoted, you kind of have to dig into why. Um, non non-founder CEOs can be a little bit of a yellow flag. Not saying it's a, a non-starter by any means, but um, you know, there sometimes uh, in, investors will call that hair on a deal, um, and yeah. sometimes those are sometimes those are the best deals because. Others were turned off by it, um, and actually, it's a an outstanding idea and an outstanding team to go do it. Um, but yeah, there there are some like nuanced things that come about from time to time. Given the fact you think
1: we're we're still in earlier cycles of, you know, insure tech and insure tech innovation. Any kind of big ideas, any things, you know, if you're looking 10 years out, 15 years out, that you think uh, may may come to play whether or not they're investment themes for you or not any, any any things you uh that might might you know potentially put a stake in the ground in or or uh think might might develop
0: you know there there's certain markets that I'm interested in right now I'm spending quite a bit of time in the ENS market as an example um i think the the broker channel is an interesting uh channel specifically on the commercial side um it, it, insurance is an industry though that's really about picking up inches everywhere and doing everything incrementally better and at, at least that's kind of how it's been it, it's been approached to date um you know massive massive change in this industry i think is is a little bit hard to imagine if we're talking ten years out. Um, obviously, there's an influx of of more data, and you know, there's a world in which you know, insurers you know leverage new forms of data, um, you know, AI systems. Um, but but really, you know, insurance is a, a it's a product for societal good, and so it's about in, identifying people when something you know unfortunate happens to them. I don't think insurance is going to change. All right, great. Anything we missed that you might want to cover before we wrap up? We're still in the very early innings of InsurTech. The insurance industry, uh, it dates back to the 1800s. And if you look at the first wave of InsurTech companies, so take Lemonade, Root, uh, and Hippo, they they were founded less than 10 years ago. Um, You can fact check me, but I think they were all founded in 2015 um, yeah. and, and some of the market at least public market sentiment is, is souring on the on the industry and there's just still a ton of opportunity whether it's um, you know starting a company that's competing with incumbents or starting a company that's you know enabling comp- uh, incumbents there's just opportunity to pick up inches
1: all right mike well thanks so much for your time mike mansell principal at american family ventures it was great to have you on Yep, thanks, Josh.